Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets, presented by Prize Picks. Here on the Mayo Media Network, I am Matt Moody, joined by DJ Mitchell to walk through game by game, Tuesday, March 2nd, uh, NHL slate. So, DJ, how you doing? I'm doing good. I mean, I'm still preparing for our NHL Top Shot show that will certainly be in effect shortly when when the NHL decides to do it. But, uh, you know, we're not there yet. So we're going to focus tonight just on the games um, as normal. So we have eight games, a lot of good ones. Um, I'm doing real well here. Uh, Tuesday night, you know, we're, we're, we're one day past Monday. That That's always a good start. Um, that's how you get through the whole week. So, Matt, how are you doing? Yeah, I mean, the people are just out here begging for a, you know, a league that is that promotes itself as well as the NHL does to mix with a company that just is rock solid and always dependable. That company being Top Shots, you know, like that, that that's just a match made in heaven, man. <laughs> oh you my know, God. like, dude, like, what's oh my God. What, down for maintenance.nhl.com. <laughs> Get the domain now. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, it would be. Just, I just imagine like the boardroom of like Bettman and like Campbell and all those guys are like, hey, like this is the new thing. And they're like, what? Like Rutherford comes in, like, what? Like, <laughs> just yeah, they, no they're idea. Like, like, they're like, so uh, like the most expensive moments are like Nick Felino, right? And people yeah. are like, no. And they're big, like, what? Big, <laughs> big hit from um, yeah. Braco Gudez. Yeah. And they're just like, I'll, <laughs> I'll invest all, like, all my ETH. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm aping right. in. Like, all right, no, we can move yeah. on. The, the, definitely, honestly, like, hopefully a conversation for the future. We can get it on that. But um, if you have interest, like, don't hit us up because we don't know that much. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elliot Friedman did, Friedman did hint at it, did, though. So did the article, interesting. Did, interesting. Did the article come out yet? Because they talked about it on the podcast. I didn't read it. I didn't read it yet. It did uh, come out. I haven't read it yet either. So, okay. anyway, we have eight Moving games forward. here on Tuesday. So, you know, a nice slate to look forward to. Uh Chris and Eric, you know, had you well covered for a fun uh, seven gamer on Monday. So, you know, just a real, real good go with things. So before we get into uh, the, you know, the eight games here on Tuesday, I want to talk a little bit about prize picks. Uh, so prizepicks.com, uh, you know, you go there and you make entries picking player overs or player unders on fantasy score. Uh, new to the NHL product is actually a single, sh- a single stat contest. Uh, So, you know, you can mix in, you know, if you want to bet the over on saves for, say, uh, you know, whoever's on this slate, Laurent Brossois, let's say, for Winnipeg, you know, you can pick the over there, add that in your one of your entries, uh, use promo code MMN when you're signing it up. And yeah, you know, that's just a really good partnership there. Actually, funny enough, uh, I was on their YouTube channel for prize picks. So be sure to check that out as well. Um, You know, my boy, Addy. Uh, we had a nice conversation, ran about 40 minutes, just talking about, you know, DFS in general nowadays, uh, some, you know, some of my background, how, uh, how DJ and I honestly both came to be here. Uh, so, you know, really happy about the partnership we have with Price Fix, and would absolutely appreciate you guys heading over there uh, using code MMN when you sign up and also heading over to their YouTube channel, given, uh, given my videos some love, you know, uh, get some likes, get some comments, get some engagement along with this one. So, uh, DJ, anything else before we get into Tuesday? No, I mean, we kick it right off with the Islanders at the Devils. I decided to wear a Clarkson jersey tonight for uh, the fact that I randomly got this in a mystery box. Very, very great investment of $60 to get a David Clarkson jersey, just like his contract in Toronto. So 
Uh, if you're not seeing this jersey, you should get on our YouTube channel as well. Just get on YouTube and check it all out. Uh, we'll get to the Islanders-Devils. I mean, I think this game might get overlooked early on. It's it's kind of a, a clashing of two different sides. The Devils have really pushed pace um, overall on the, on the season, at least. Uh, not been great. The Islanders have slowed pace, and they've been a lot better as far as their record goes. So we're going to kind of have a clash here, a five and a half over under. Um, I kind of, I think I'm going to slightly lean on the under. Um, the Islanders have been really good at shutting teams down, but I think there's a lot of interesting spots in this game. Um, I mean, the main one, I think we talked about it a little bit on the morning skate podcast, but Anthony Bavillier, uh, I was kind of hoping his, uh, you know, his met or maybe some more props for him, but he's been kind of like one of the top guys on this team getting multiple, uh, but 20 minutes and power play one. And he's just very good. Um, so maybe look around for stuff on him, but he might be the kind of the featured guy in this game. As far as I'm concerned, Matt, I'll send it over to you though. That's kind of the big news for this game, but what are you thinking on this uh, Islanders, uh, devil's game? Yeah. All right. I, I got to circle back to the, uh, to the Jersey talk because you just said you wasted 60 bucks on a David Clarkson Jersey. Are you not the same person who spent like $180 on a Taylor Hall Buffalo Sabres Jersey? That is correct. So yeah, just just think about that. At least they but, got like a full but it's season. It's the reverse retro. I mean, it's it's okay. It's okay. I'm I don't know. I'm still in the whole. I, I'm still in the whole re-science camp. I don't know. Like, oh maybe I'm losing my mind. But like, he said all the right things. I'll say that much. So uh, anyway, I just I just found that hysterical that you're like, yeah, sixty bucks on a David Clarkson, and you're just sitting there with your freaking Taylor Hall. Have I uh, wasted anyway. money in my life, Matt? Are you saying I? Yeah. Anyway, you know, it's been a thing with the Devils. You know, I feel like this is not the first show where I've come on and said, you know, a lot of pace to their games, um, and this is another spot where. Yes, it's the Islanders. I know if they get, you know, an early one nothing lead, they'll try and put the, you know, the clamp on this game and make it a two to one type finish. But geez, oh, there's a lot of firepower here on both sides. I really like how they're using Beauvillier on that top power play unit. Um, so, you know, I lean toward the over here, honestly, myself. So, uh, you know, it's not my strongest bet of the night for sure, but it's certainly up there among one of my favorites from this game. Um you know, the Bavillier is definitely obvious. It's much more uh, clear on DraftKings where he's like 32, 3,300 maybe. Um, and, you know, he has the same odds to score as Anders Lee. And, you know, like that's just, that's all you need to know. Like he's that kind of play. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, that's probably really it in terms of general news and notes. Uh, we're not mm -hmm. expecting Nico Kishir to play. He took a puck to the face um, and experienced dizziness. So, you know, hoping he's, you know, not out long-term, but, um, you know, without him, Pavel Zaka, does he continue this 10 game point streak he's on? Like, you know, what an animal, man. Like, I feel like we were just too early to the party on him. Um, right. Cause you know, he's really picked it up lately and been like an absolute rock solid contributor. So any other guys from this game that you, you know, maybe uh, sprinkle in some player props on or anything like that. I mean, I think the Anders Lee stuff is pretty good. Um, you're, you know, minus 118 for a point for him, minus 118 for a point for Hughes, Palmieri, any of those three, I think yeah. it's pretty fair to say like coin flip, like, or do they get a point? Um, yeah. Probably most nights, all three of them, uh, maybe I, I think Hughes probably my favorite of the bunch to get one singular point a because he, I think he's probably the most talented player on the Devils' offense right now. I don't think that's, that's a strong take. 
Um, Andres Lee, on the other hand, though, I, like, like I've mentioned every time we talk about them, that is their guy to shoot the puck. Um, and it doesn't mean that he has to score the goal. And, you know, you could bet on that. Obviously, you're getting better odds. But he shoots the puck, and there's a rebound, and who's there but Barzal? So, I mean, I think it's it's a pretty strong take that either of those two – I'm not, you know, adverse to playing a guy like Paul Mary, but I just think Hughes and Lee at the same exact pricing um, makes a little more sense. You know, if you if you play it every night, you know, any of these three, I think it's it's pretty strong. But I think you know Lee and um, Hughes are a little bit stronger. So those are two of my favorite on on this game for sure. Yeah, any you know, props or um, honestly, I don't really think there's a ton I love on the shot props here. Uh, you might be able to talk me into something like a. Uh, well, I guess Heischer's not playing, but if he were, I think you might be able to talk me into the over on his shots, but you know, that's obviously, he, he, I really would be shocked if he did. So um, not a ton that I like. If you're looking for something else besides the over in this game, I think I lean towards the Islanders uh, money line here. You know, minus 141 just seems a little bit light, um, you know, just in terms of value. So, you know, that's yeah. not anything too concrete, but I think there's some other, you know, better uh, conviction plays in these next upcoming games. So let's go over to Buffalo at the Rangers. Um, the Rangers at minus 400 are a great value, but actually they're minus 157. Um, but, you know, sometimes it feels like the Sabres are just like complete, you know, uh, never going to uh, win a game again. So those uh, nine periods without a goal, I'm speaking to you. Yeah. The, the, you know, and, I was, I was going to say, like, kind of interesting that a Rangers game is a five and a half total, but yeah, you pretty much nailed it. It's yeah. entirely due to the Sabres. Um, and there's not really much else to say. Like, they are not doing anything at five on five. And when they continue to hit posts on the power play, they're not going to score goals. Um, so really, you know, you're betting on signs of regression from someone like Jack Eichel, who's shooting 3% this year. Um you know, it's Jack Eichel shooting 3%. That's going to break. But also, Mika Zabinijad is shooting. Uh, you could tell me he's shooting in the negatives, which isn't even possible, but I would believe you. Um, so, no, it's not you know, like, I just feel like the five and a half is such a good over bet here. But, it's again, it's the Sabres. Like, yeah, I know. So what do it you do? It is weird. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. Like, the five and a half seems like such a strong bet. And, you know, are, are the Sabres going to go – you know, 12, but be 12 periods on a goal, but probably not. But at this point, anything's possible with them. Um, I think the, the main reason I like it is because, you know, we're either going to see, and we're probably, we probably are going to see Carter Hart and net. And I mean, he is broken beyond repair. You know, the Sabres get a chance to pick up Alex Solak and decide to pass. And it's like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Um, I don't think there's much of a chance that Omar comes back. I, I don't know if, I mean, he's on the IR, so I think it's like confirmed, but um yeah, at least a month. So, yeah, the Sabres, I mean, Olmark was good, like 920 good, like like very fair. And Hutton is a joke. So um, he is just riding that solid 896 save percentage, uh, one five and one record into this game as a Sabres hobble. You know, if you think the Sabres could get two goals, I, I definitely think this game could go over. I do like it a good bit. Um, I think, you know, if you want to get crazy, you know, I, I don't hate taking um, Taylor Hall or Jack Eichel to score. I don't hate taking them, um, you know, Olaf's in either. Uh, I, I think the Sabres will get out the snide and, and these three guys see so much ice time and so much opportunity. And I mean, watching Jack Eichel hit the post 10 times in a game is a lot of fun, but eventually he's going to score again. And, you know, you shouldn't get a guy of his skill at this price. 
Um, on the Rangers side, you know, I know Matt, you wanted to talk a little bit about Colin Blackwell. So I'll just, I'll pass it over to you here. He's not a great, great price point, but you know, um, I do think that there's a lot of, you know, interest in him just because Panarin's out and Colin Blackwell of all guys is filled in. Um, when we first talked about him, it was funny. We we're like, yep, he must be a placeholder. And lo and behold, he might be one of their better rate shooters right now. So Matt, I'll pass it to you on that note. Yeah, you know, like he kind of like came almost out of nowhere, like Colin Blackwell. But uh, so far in the year, he has eight points in 11 games. Like, you know, he's really come in and in the three games without Panarin, he's put up a point in each of them. Uh, he has 10 shots total in those three games as well. So, you know, it's you're not getting, uh, you know, especially on DraftKings, you're not getting like a shot prop on him or anything. But you're getting a guy who's playing right now, second line, top power play minutes. Um you know, and you're getting him on daily fantasy sites for less than 4,000. You're getting him in a matchup against the Sabres. I even think there is a little bit of value on his to score prop at, you know, plus 270. Um, I think I would get a little bit crazier with it and just say like maybe first goal, 15 to one. Like I just see it when I look, you know, I watch him play and I'm just like, he looks, he looks good out there. Um, so I, I can't really put a finger on it, but it is kind of crazy actually how quickly the sites have adjusted to his run of success. Uh, as we'll get to later, you know, a guy like Tim Stutzla, same sort of thing. He looks the part and he's just not getting the sort of, uh, you know, boost and odds that you would expect. Um, so that's a little bit disheartening, but just in general, man, like I think Colin Blackwell is actually pretty good. And I'm interested to see what happens when our, when Panarin, you know, uh, hopefully returns uh, in the near future, because he seems to have really carved out a spot for him, himself in this top nine of the Rangers. Um, so, yeah, anything else uh, from this game? Oh, I mean, I guess the, the one weird-ish odd to me is that Darlene's plus 100 to have a point. I mean, it's not incredibly, incredibly likely, but if you think the Sabres are going to score, it's probably on the power play. That's like the only time they ever score, and they only run one unit, most of, not exclusively, but, you know, they give the first unit as much run as physically possible, and he's on the first unit. So, you know, it kind of all leads to me to believe that, you know, if the Sabres do get two or three goals and you do like this game's over as much as we do yeah. – um, Darlene could certainly be involved in getting a guy with, you know, plus 20 minutes of ice time first power play um, defenseman or not. He's a quarterback for them. So him getting an assist seems a little bit more likely yeah. than they're giving him credit um, for. Stat of the year before, before, remember, before they got shut out on Sunday, the Sabres had the worst goals per 60 at five on five of any team since the tank Buffalo Sabres. I was going to say they were the worse. Sabres. They were worse than that Sabres. Like, unbelievable like it is so bad right now um but yeah you know there are a lot of signs that it's gonna break and i think a guy like Darlene uh could you know make a decent amount of sense or you know your boy just skinner maybe he scores <laughs> i probably also fade the shot props but i think it's really yeah. weird that boost average one and a half minus 200 like why did they even do yeah. that like yeah. why don't eh. give us adam give fox give us adam we're, fox we're, yeah we're just like coward yeah, coward or, or okay. Blackwell, honestly, come on. <laughs> All right, okay, uh, but that could take us over to the Philly-Pittsburgh game, which has a lot more intrigue, a lot more, um, I guess, high event, at least Vegas, is, I believe so, um, with the six and a half. So I guess we'll start right there. Matt, what do you think about the six and a half? Do you like it? Are you in on it? I mean, I think most people are, I, I assume, somewhat in on it. Um, do you think it hits? I mean, I'm probably not going to touch the over-under on this one because, you know, I think it's going to be kind of a one-bounce type of game to get the six and a half. Um, but, you know, kind of a coin flip on the odds to win. I mean, I'm leaning Philly a little bit. I think they're the better team here. But, Matt, let's take it right to you. What do you think? 
Yeah, you know, I, I sort of also lean the flyer side of things. Um, they they looked they're, they're basically back at full strength. Um, you know, it's kind of insane how expensive they are on daily fantasy sites. I mean, you look, you think about a guy like James Van Riemsdyk, and we were talking about him two weeks ago. Like, yeah, you know, four point four. Like, he's getting pricey, but you just gotta play him. And now he's seven point four. It's just like, yeah. man, like, what are we even doing here? Um, but it's just one of those slates where he's actually in play. Uh, part of that is just due to the strength of that top line. Uh, Sean Couturier has been really, really good since he has come back from the, I believe it was COVID. It might've been an injury. Honestly, all the, all the days, all the injuries, all the COVID things blend together at this point. Um, but he's on a five game point streak and dating back to before his, he also, you know, six game point streak, including one game before he, uh, you know, they sort of took that COVID pause. So it's, an area who I, I just think that Sean Couture is a really, really, really good player. Um, so not necessarily for him, like his own stats, let's say, but like for the line around him, which is why we're seeing guys like Farabee and JBR get so expensive. Um, but I do think that means there are like, you know, uh, player props that I would be interested in. So DJ, any, uh, any thoughts there? Yeah, no, I think you know, leading right into that with Couture at minus 139 for a point seems. Yeah pretty easy um i mean kevin hayes at plus 100 for a point too i i don't hate that one he, he was on their first power play unit um he's really expensive on DraftKings. i mean i don't know yeah. if he really deserves it's it too weird. much but he sees a ton of minutes you know he's he's a good enough player um i mean i, I definitely like katerie more but i'm not you know tied to it like I, I think you could do either of them i mean katerie is the best play i think like per dollar at center and like um at the top of center in my opinion so like i'm very high on it but i i don't really think that you could you know decipher between them two being like like this far off um i think you could play either of them but as far as DraftKings is concerned i'm definitely gonna have that top line um i do think there's a chance we get connecting back i don't know if it's super duper likely but it sounds like he's like if it's not this game it's next um so that could move things around a little bit but it, it, you know, game time decision. I'm kind of leaning towards him not playing, um, which would keep the lines the same. But def- definitely keep an eye on that because you definitely don't want to be jamming in like six K therapy and then find that connect. He's going to slip in that top line. Um, but overall, in this game, I definitely think I'm going to end up with at least one or two prop bets, including the point for Guterrier. Um, maybe one or two with, uh, you know, if I end up getting crazy with some haze action like that. This game six and a half, and you have a guy with a plus you know, bet seeing 20 minutes almost. It doesn't really add up to me. Um, is there anything you really like here prop-wise? Yeah, you know, the, the player props, we talked a little bit about Couturier. I think I'm mostly staying away from these uh, Pittsburgh guys. Um, the one that I found a little interesting was to score first and win, like uh, plus 163 for the Flyers to score first and win. Like Pittsburgh's really coming into this one reeling. Like they got absolutely shellacked by the Islanders. And yeah, it was only a, I think it was two to nothing, maybe three, nothing with an empty netter, um, two, nothing, but <laughs> it was awful. Like it was just, they got completely suppressed. They had nothing going. This Flyers team is really, I mean, yeah, the Sabres are the Sabres, but some of that was just the Sabre, uh, the Flyers being really, really, uh, you know, really good defensively too. So um, this is a team that I think we were both high on to begin the year. So to see them sort of as a pick them, yeah, they're on the road, but you know, this Penguins team who we're not quite sure on, um, I think that's a, you know, a good bet. And I also 
like that added value of them to score first and then pick up the dub. So uh, we can go from there over to Detroit at Columbus. Uh, Columbus being the second largest favorite on the slate at minus 177. Uh, Detroit plus 150 if you're trying to take an underdog. So any thoughts on the sides of this game or the five and a half over under? I mean, I I do like Columbus. Um, I think Larkin is pretty much definitely out. Um, it says he's out. So, you know, I don't know, though. Sometimes it says out and then they end up playing. So I'm not going to, you know, take that completely to the bank. But, you know, Larkin being out really makes it look like Detroit just has almost, you know, it feels like an AHL roster. Um, I'm not saying that they, they couldn't win. Columbus is also not good, confirmed. But I really do like this Columbus first line a ton. Um, it's going to be one of my favorite stacks of the night, without a doubt. Uh, I think I'll end up having a fair amount of line A to score props. He's been shooting a ton, not getting the luck. Plus 148 for a supreme goal scorer. I'm not saying that that's insane value, but it, it's not bad. Um, they, they've definitely been giving the minutes to Atkinson, line A, and Roslovich. Uh, if you can get any of them for a point, I think you could definitely consider that if you get good odds on it. Unfortunately, on DraftKings, you only get Line A and Atkinson, and they're minus 139, which is fine, but it's not that supreme kind of value. And taking Line A for two points is kind of like weird, but you could do it. Like he, he could get an assist, like he could pass instead of shooting, but he's been shooting a lot more. So, um, I, you know, I like that first line a ton. I'm definitely going to have a lot of Line A and DFS. I think he's just a really good value at 6,700 on DraftKings to be a guy that, you know, goes shot bonus, two goals, you know, wins you a slate. Um, yeah. You know, against um, Detroit. so it's not, you know, I I'm looking at these player props because like you, you know, I do sort of like this, you know, line a Atkinson pairing, but I do find it really interesting that even though you're getting plus money on cam to go over 3.5 and, you know, you're minus 155 to go over two and a half for line a, um, you just look at how their power play is operated with, you know, with, with line a in the fold and with Atkinson and line a together, they've played together for 24 minutes, you know, not a huge sample, but we're sitting here looking at line a taking 32% of this unit's shots and Atkinson only 14 when they're out there together. And that just sort of tells me like this line should probably be flipped. You know, line a should be just a, you know, higher shots on goal than Cam Atkinson is. And I know five on five is a big part of it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but you know, Line is a shooter at five and five too. It's not it's not that insane to think that you know Rosovich will feed him just as much as he'll feed Cam Atkinson. Um, so I think that this number on Patrick Line might be my favorite you know shot prop that I've seen to this point. Um, it's you know it's more fun to bet on goals and bet on assists and multi point games or whatever. You you know you get plus three hundred for a Patrick Line you know multi point game, but I just. I just want the safety of these shots. I feel like I just think that's too good a value for this, you know, decrepit, awful Detroit team that's without two of their better players in Fabry and Larkin, it seems like. So, um, you know, that's so you're, you're boring the minus 155, two and a half shot plus over yeah. the one point minus 139. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how I feel about it. Um, yeah. You never know when a goalie's going to goalie. That's just what I always come back to. Like, uh, yeah. you know, Bernier or Grice could just be great. I don't anticipate that. Do that all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I forgot. I forgot about that. My bad. Let me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I always forget yeah, Well, about the one game uh, every three months that they're great. Yeah. Well, loading know, up on the shutouts with their great defense and awesome, awesome forward play. They're going to get 
Um, yeah, no good point. I'm sorry. Well, so Sam Gagne can go for another hat trick. I think they should be just fine to get the win, but almost if that happens. You know, if 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 I weren't like you know uh, contractually obligated to continue doing this, I just I would just give you the silent treatment here, DJ. So all right, fine. Um, I would. I, I but are you are you jamming in the uh, Avengi Stepsikov to score? I mean, dude, like, <laughs> he oh gets all ten minutes. I mean, we, we are literally like we were sitting here like I, I think he was supposed to play on one of these like show nights, and we were like, oh my god, like Evgeny Svechnikov when he gets in, like this dude is a player. Yep. And you didn't get in that night. You know, oh. he comes in two games against Chicago over the weekend, kind of under the radar, you know, larking out. Everyone's focused on that. All this guy does is come in and score a goal in each of his first two games. Like, you know, is he the better Smechnikov? Well, that's no, no, he's not. But come on, like, um, he's a good player. But yeah, at, at that number, plus 400, like, it's clearly pricing in this weekend. Yeah. And that was I mean, more good luck than anything else. Because, yeah, the minutes yeah, aren't I there mean, yet. Um, if you, so. if you, put a gun to my head and you said, take the longest, like favorite long odd, it's domestic off plus 430. Like he sees the minutes, he sees the power play time. He actually has been a great shooter. I, I'm probably not going to end up doing it. I just can't stomach it. Um, But I think overall in this game, like if you're like, take a guy plus 300 or more prop, like that's probably the best one. Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, I we also, talked enough about this game probably. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's honestly kind of kind of garbage outside of that top line for Columbus. It's like not a great game, but we're just like, oh, boy, like I got to get yeah. my Avengers across taken here. All right. So uh, another seven o'clock game, the last one, Montreal hosting Ottawa. Ottawa playing on a back to back, you know, plus 220 underdogs, huge dogs. We've seen Ottawa do it. Uh, we've seen them do it in this almost exact circumstance, which got Julian, <laughs> you know, that, that's, it was part of the reason Julian got canned apparently. So uh, Ottawa's been plucky. I'll come out and say it. I just, I think riding Ottawa here is a good thing to do. Minus 265 for this Montreal team against anyone. I just don't think I can do. Um, I don't think there's enough finishing talent there to be worth those odds. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll sprinkle in the plus 220 money line myself. But, um, you know, before we get any more on that, also six and a half over under. Like DJ, uh, your thoughts here with Joey Decord, mm. <laughs> potentially tending goal for the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, Joey Disc Decord. Um, Joey Discord. Yes. Joey Discord. I will probably, I mean, I'm not touching the money line. Just doesn't sound like fun to me. It sounds like pain. It, it seems like it's like, I'm definitely wouldn't take Montreal minus two sixty five. Sounds like a very big waste of money. Um, but then the other side, Ottawa, like I trust them zero percent. Um, just nothing. I mean, that is um, not what I'm doing. So yeah, the six and a half I think is a little bit more enticing to me. I, I do like it a good bit. Um, I just because I think that both teams are super susceptible to giving up goals in bunches. Um, I think that the. the I'm not going to touch any of that though. It doesn't sound like a lot of fun. It, it's just Tim Stutzla at plus 420. <laughs> I, I, I mean, why? I, like I was saying to Matt, like you could also take Joseph Blandisi at plus 400 if you want worse odds or uh, Jake. Come on, good old Joey. You know? I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to like besmirch the great names here, but like 420, I just don't get it. Like I, Am I missing something? Like he's playing 20 minutes. He's playing power play one. He shoots a good amount. I mean, like I've been trying to get his shot props tonight was like the first time in a long time. I don't think he hit it. 
he's like confirmed very good at hockey and likes to shoot the puck. I, I do not understand. This is like one of the more, and like, it's been like this all season. And like, I've said it before, kind of in passing, like, Oh, maybe check this out. Like this could, I I'm in on it. Like I, I am smashing it like that. This is, this is where I, you know, I take a big bet on something like this. I mean, you, you get crazy with me. You want to get crazy, put a hundred dollars on it, get five twenty back. If he scores. I mean, I don't know if you want to do that, but I might, honestly, I'm considering it. Like I'm, I'm very actively thinking like, let's do it. Like him with like that Patrick, or maybe like, you know, you take that with like two other things like Patrick line a and like one like shots and like one other thing that feels decently safe, put like 25 on it. But like, that is wild to me uh, in a six and a half, a guy that's going to see optimal ice time and great, situational minutes yeah so i mean we should also talk about the five on five unit he played with tonight being yeah. josh norris and drake batherson like that's i mean that's exactly what we want to see obviously brady kachuk not being a part of that's kind of a downer yeah. um but you know kachuk also had a good night of his own and you know stutzla will get with him on the power play so um i i feel like by tomorrow i'll be able to talk you into riding this uh joey decoy death train in dfs with me 6.7 <laughs> Um, I just, I just don't see it. I don't really understand this money line. I don't understand the DraftKings price. Like Montreal should get 35 saves or get him 35 yeah, saves. I was going to say, he'll shoot Get the win. So, um, and also if Matt Murray goes, you know, Murray's been playing pretty well. <laughs> um, so yeah, call me crazy, but that's, uh, that's where my head's at right now. So, um, you know, other guys, mean- other guys here, you know, Montreal right. is a good play still. I'm certainly not ruling them out in my DFS builds or anything like that. Um, the, the main area that I'm, you know, looking at is Tyler Toffoli. So he is back on the line with Nick Suzuki and Jonathan Juen. Uh, they are five on five correlated. Obviously there are power play correlated, uh, Juen, great passer, Nick Suzuki, great passer, Tyler Toffoli, that boy's a shooter. Um, you know, we worry about some of Toffoli's finishing talent. Well, let me tell you something about Ottawa's goaltending. Uh, you know, it's, it certainly is susceptible to leaks. So, not too worried about that either for Mr. Toffoli. So I think that he's one of the best prices in this game, you know, just to score, even at plus 150. I think that's a really, you know, solid number to get him at. And I also think that get him, you know, the score a point or getting his shot prop is just a really good way to go about things. So um, I agree. Minus 177, you know, but I think this new line really sets up for him. So if you are taking, you know, a pretty sizable, like five, six, um, parley. It's just very, I, I'm not going to say nothing's safe ever. I mean, a guy could hit two posts and just ruin you. So, um, yeah, but I, overall, definitely, uh, that's a great, that's a great pick. That's very sharp with the new lines. And, and they just, and like we talked about it with Montreal, we're like, man, they really might give more minutes to the top guys. And, you know, turns out Gallagher's really, maybe not their top guy. It's not <laughs> Gallagher. They actually decided it was to fully Suzuki. Yeah, I, I loved um, uh, so, I loved Chris Meany uh, live tweeting the, uh, the 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 Winnipeg game where Gallagher played 13 minutes and then filled the nose started the overtime and they got scored on like yeah I mean just, that was just like you know just, being a Sabres fan you just love the you know relish in other teams you know uh, you know a misery as well so that was just you know something that I was like yeah dude I gotta yep, I gotta yep, rub some dirt on it. <laughs> It's it's great times, but yeah, no, I mean, really, like the the benefit the benefactor was at the Foley line, so uh, just go with it. I mean, that's what um, uh, Dominic. Uh, I, I feel like his name was actually super easy to say. Um, Lashishin. No, 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 the new coach. Oh, oh, the uh, the, the, the many Ducharme or whatever. Ducharme, Ducharme. That's right, Ducharme. Yeah, Ducharme. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think like his 
mentality is like that, that's the line. And, um, you know, I even like could talk myself into a two goal game from Defoli or something, but um, what is it? Plus 1100. I, I mean, I'm not opposed to that. Like, I think that that's like, he might shoot the puck seven times on that. <laughs> I think that's very within the realm of possibility. Um, so Matt, that's a little bold, but uh, hey. let's go from there over to Carolina at Nashville. So, um, you know, Carolina coming off of a back-to-back here, uh, they are slight road favorites at minus 125, uh, five and a half over under on this game. So my first thought here was just, it honestly feels like any game of Carolina just pops to me in terms of yeah. the over-unders, yeah. um, you know, and they you know, looking at some of their game logs and stuff, they haven't really gotten like, you know, crazy high scoring games or anything, but I think it's coming, you know, um, this game against Florida, uh, was a lot of fun, even if I, yeah, three to two finish, but you know, that was a lot of fun. Um, you just see so much tempo in these games. You just think, man, if, if these guys can just score on some of their glorious chances that it's coming. Um, so my immediate thought here is just a really nice over, we know Nashville's had troubles in net and, you know, they have some guys we like too. So uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, Nashville gave up a hat trick to Sam Gagne. So you can definitely, definitely talk me into this game being over and you can tell me any Carolina player is going to score and I'm in on it. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I think Carolina is a pretty strong bet on this one. And I definitely like the over. Um, I think the pace should be there. Um, I, you know, I'm really on both sides and I think it's, it's really easy to see where it's going to be. Um, on the Nashville side where it isn't quite as clear exactly where you want to go for Carolina. And it's, you know, that Forsberg line, Forsberg, Yossi and Ellie Tolvanen. Um, my thing that completely correct, Ellie Tolvanen, is it Tolvanen? I'm pretty sure I'm it's like, Tolvanen, yeah. But, Tolvanen, uh, yeah. I said Tolvanen. I'm like, there's like, I'm putting an extra letter in there that like does not exist. Uh, Tolvanen plus 400 to score. You know, I, I, it's not the safest bet in the whole history of the world, but he is seeing first power play run. Um, he is a shooter. He's he's pretty good. I'd like to see a few more minutes before I start to you know bed in the house Look, on anything it's, crazy. It's I mean, well, I mean, I'll tell you what's crazy is that I feel like he almost is a post hype prospect at this point, which is nuts because he's a 99 birth year. Like yeah, you know, yeah. he's 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 21 right now. Like, um, and he's played two years in the AHL. Um, and in those two years, he was really, really good. He put up three shots a game in the AHL, which like, it's just to me, one of the best indicators of a guy who's going to be fantasy relevant. Um, so, you know, of course we're not getting like a shot prop on him on DraftKings or anything, but just when it comes to scoring goals, you know, you gotta be in positions to shoot and you gotta shoot. Um, and he shoots, he shoots well. And yeah, you mentioned him on the top line and the top power play. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. I'm all in. Like just, right. you know, take, take all my chips, push them to the center of the table. Like it, it's told in time. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I had it, I had it on, um, what was it Sunday bet? Right. I had the goal in my yeah. bet and it hit. And then Jack Hughes neglected to get a point. He yeah. decided that wasn't in the cards from that night. So no, 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 no. very sad, but, um, but for, for further to the point, these one point plus on DraftKings. I mean, we have, Yossi and Hamilton, both at minus 118, Forsberg minus 125, um, Sveshnikov minus 139, Aho. I mean, are any of these jumping off the page to you? I mean, I, I don't know if one of these defensemen is a little bit more enticing, um, being as they are awesome <laughs> at, at, <laughs> at the game of hockey. Um, yeah, I really like Dougie. Um, I just, 
you know, you, you, you see him play. He's just always getting up, getting involved. Um, you can make the same argument for Minosi, honestly, but I just prefer the Carolina side slightly more. Um, so at the same odds, I'm just going with, you know, the Ducky. Um, yeah. I, I think that my favorite bet here is the shot prop on Andrei Sachikov. It's what we do every time, but yeah, I um, always pencil that one in. I just, yeah, you know, like it's fun. I just then I pull up my silly little natural stat trick and I sort by I Corsi per sixty and Sachikov just keeps rising. Um, He's one of the top like twenty dudes in the league. It's you know, it's frankly insulting that he's basically even money to go over two and a half shots on any night. Um, we should note that, you know, for DFS correlational purposes, he did skate with Vinny Trocek at five on five um, today. So they did start the overtime together as well. So, you know, nice little, nice little uh, one, two correlation there for, for those two guys, uh, top power play as well. Um, but yeah, you know, just Svetchikov, his shot prop is one of the easiest bets I make on a nightly basis. Um, so, you know, I'm continuing to do that here. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's it, I have it in more often than I don't. Um, I had him to score tonight, though, which was a grave mistake instead of doing the shot prop because I was like, you know, I just like the odds on it. It felt really good to me. And you know what? We, we live, we learn, we move on. Um, we're going to be better for it in the long run. So uh, is there anything else you want to touch on in this game or do you want to get over to the Vancouver-Winnipeg rematch? Um. Yeah, no, you can go back to uh, Vancouver at Winnipeg. Um, Winnipeg minus 139 favorites here, uh, six and a half over under. Um, you know, I wish I could just pull up on the screen right now my message in the Morning Skate podcast Discord where I posted in sort of all the expect, expected goals trends. And I basically just summarized it by saying Winnipeg is trash because yep. I was finally right. And of course, you know, I don't I don't have any Thatcher Demko to, you know, uh, to capitalize on that on Monday's slate. Um, so, you know, that's like, it's, it's really hard to outperform your expected goals over a long-term sample, like Winnipeg is doing, um, you know, they are 17 and three. I'm, I'm guessing that's 17 and four now against the spread. Um, you like don't say. how I just, I just don't get it. Like they just, you know, so I'm, I'm siding with Vancouver here they've been super unlucky. They, they played well, you know, as obviously a four, nothing win, but they played really well Monday. Um, they've played honestly pretty well, you know, in the run up to it. I, I, I love to say Vancouver is also bad. Um, but Vancouver was playing some pretty good hockey and just getting really unlucky. So, um, you know, I'm on the Vancouver side. I think I'm on the under, but, uh, what are your thoughts? I, I agree. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm going to end up taking it personally, um, but I do think that I'm a little bit on the under. And I, I, I guess, you know, if I was going to take either side, I would just take the Vancouver for the positive, you know, on the line. Um, I do think that it, this is a pretty even matchup. Could be a coin flip. It should be a little bit closer to the center. And it just isn't. Um, and it might be a little bit of recency bias. We just saw them, you know, four nothing win, you know, kind of get back to that regression we were talking about. So it's, it's definitely a, worth taking, I think, but, um, I think that there's just a lot of value in these shot props. Um, I, you know, we have pretty much all of them as a positive value here. I, you know, I'm not touching Wheeler, you know, Pedersen just missed, he had the, the one shot on goal empty netter. Um, but, you know, Shifley Horvat, you know, I, I think Shifley is, is a fair enough play here. Um, he is the most expensive player on DraftKings. You know, it's not every game he's going to get two and a half shots, honestly, over the course of the year, he doesn't get that super often. So it's, it's a little bit tough to take, but, 
Um, you know, I, I do think that there's reason to believe this game should have good pace. So I'm thinking about trying to zone in on one of these. I don't know if it'll be Shifley. I don't know if it'll be Horvat at the same price. I, but there's one of these. I'm, I'm going to try to really try to crunch the numbers, look into the game logs, try to figure out exactly where I want to find it. Um, but if I am taking anything in this game, I think it probably ends up coming down to them if I don't trust the over. Yeah, so um, frankly, I think one thing that I'll bet on in the uh, in the aftermath of this game is that Kyle Connor gets moved back up with Mark Shifley. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's I, I'm not a coach. That's not going to happen for sure. Um, but that plus his power play role just in general, um, I think makes me like the most his over of three and a half shots. Um, so that's I think that's one thing that we could Sorry, I don't know what I said, but um, yeah, plus 130 on that. I, I think it's just, you know, solid value. Like they are clearly feeding him on the power play. I love getting guys like that. Um, so just taking a quick look at the the game they just played when, you know, when uh, shit hit the fan, they went to Stastny with Shifley and Wheeler and then moved Dubois to center Connor and Ellers, which is kind of interesting. I don't think they will continue that, but you know, maybe they do, uh, which could make you think, oh, you know, uh, Paul Stastny to score a goal or something like that could be a decent number at plus 310, given his power play role, given that five on five role. Um, but yeah, I think just in general, like buying Kyle Connor and this relative dip, I think is probably the move I'm going to make here. Yeah, just honestly, that, that plus 130, honestly, for him to get over three and a half, but it's probably just an easier bet than closer to even money for for Shifley. So yeah, I, I think that might be the right way of looking at this. You know, I think that, yeah, Kyle Connor might be the most fun way of going about this shot. I like that shot prop a lot. Yeah. And, looking and, at a little bit more, they're definitely trying to get him the puck to shoot. Like that, yeah. That's where they're going. And if you can look past a recent bias of Elias Pettersson sort of drying up a little bit, his last few games, um, you know, on yeah, the full true. season sample, his shot numbers have been very good. So plus plus one twenty, uh, you know, using longer term uh, look is definitely a good value there too for him. So Anything else on this game? Uh, no, I don't think I'm missing anything there, right? No, I think I think that's probably yeah. That probably that probably does it here. Um, okay, so any, anything else? last game no. of the night we have Tampa at Dallas. This is an eight thirty start, so you know I love these slates. The the last game's over. It's eleven eleven fifteen on the East Coast. You just climb into bed and you do it all again the next day. You know you're not a zombie going to bed at 1.30 after a 10.30 game. Um, so Tampa at Dallas. Um, Dallas got smoked. 5 nothing. Tampa had them so easily in the bag that Andre Palat played nine minutes. Yeah. Like, like I mean, this game was over basically from puck drop. Um, so in this one, on the road, Tampa minus 165. DJ, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, recency bias is like super <laughs> duper strong. I mean, I, I do still, I mean, going into the season, I kind of had the uh, Dallas missing the playoffs narrative. So I like to pat myself on the back early on, although they played like 10 games, it feels like. I know the actual number is more than that, but they played by far the least amount of games. So it's a little tough to see, you know, could you talk me into a Dallas, Dallas bounce back? Like, I don't think that they're completely inept. So it's fair, but I, I still like the Tampa side a good bit. Um you know, I don't know, over, under, it, it's a coin flip again. I, I, I just don't think I'm going to bet on either of these money line or total personally. I, I don't feel strongly enough to, you know, put money on Tampa at minus 165. Just feels like you're just not getting a very good value there. Um, 
nor do I feel super strong about either of these offenses. As we saw with Tampa, like you said, I mean, they got up and they just shut it down. I mean, they just said, all right, fine, let's, let's run our third and fourth line and, you know, rest our starters, which is a very weird move. So, you know, I'm just not going to play that. Um, I think I'd rather just kind of get in on some of these shot props. Honestly, overall, this game is just not my favorite to even go bet, bet on in general. Um, just, just not going to be overweight on any of this. I think if I'm making a parlay, I'm not saying it's a good game. I'm not going to touch at all, but just, just not that interested, um, you know, overall. But I think that DraftKings, there's a, a decent amount of cheaper value here and some guys that look into a little bit more. Um, but are there any news or notes that you wanted to touch on or any player props or anything that you're um, a little bit heavier on? Yeah, you know, so for the Tampa side, Tyler Johnson is now where Blake Coleman was last week on that top mm-hmm. line with uh, with Pilat and Point. So obviously the big note is that that's not Steven Stamkos. Um, given Stamkos's, you know, general prowess, I don't think that's a huge deal. Um, but does make me slightly, you know, shying away from say the, you know, over two and a half shots at minus one fifty five for Stamkos. Um, Tyler Johnson being on that line actually does make me like Braden Point's shot prop a bit more. Uh, as we know, Blake Coleman is a guy who just vacuums up shot attempts, and you know, without him at five on five, Tyler Johnson is much more a playmaker. Uh, Andre Pilat this season has transitioned to be much more a playmaker. I think Braden Point at uh, over two and a half minus one oh six because of those you know couple pieces of news. I think that makes that a very strong value, um, you know, relative to some of these other offerings listed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the shot props to me, I think are they're pretty thin. I'm not super duper high in anyone. I think Point, like you said, is decently fair. That's probably not where I'm gonna end up going with this. I I'd rather just like take one of these Point props. Um, the Tampa ones are really tough to stomach. It, you're not getting a ton of value on it. I don't mind Braden Point at minus 177. I think that's pretty, you know, decent. Like they're dom- they're dominant at five on five, and and they all play like that power play units. You know, Point's going to be on it, so I think it's fair enough to go with that. But 177 isn't great, great value. Um, I could, you know, I think that that Pavelski. I, I keep like kind of talking myself into it or Klingberg, but you know, I'm not betting on them getting too many goals. Like I kind of think this game is like a two, two, three, two finish type of game um, where, you know, the empty net could pop it over the five and a half, which is why I just don't like it that much. Um, so that's kind of why it's like, I'm not super strong at anything, but if I'm going to include it in the parley, I'm just going to jam in Braden point minus 177, think that they get a goal early um, because they're just going to, you know, dominate whoever they play against. Like they always do. Yeah. Um, Tampa's so freaking that, good, man. You know, it's really uh, good. I know it's yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's, you know, basically I'm not very high on this game and I'm just not sure if I want to put my money on it in general. Cause I just don't, after Tampa did this crazy garbage where they just sat their starters, I just, I don't have a lot of faith <laughs> in, and just like thinking, like, Oh, I'm gonna put All my right. money on this and then think that like, I'm going to get out the yeah. value that I put in. So, all right. So, um, that's all eight games here. We're going to recap quickly. Some of our favorite bets, uh, from this slate of action, um, I will lead it off with Mr. Svechnikov, uh, Andre, of course, because now there's two one. guys to worry about. Um, but yeah, that shot prop on him is just too low. Uh, I really like that one. So DJ, do you have one that you just, you know, are going to find yourself coming back to, uh, I mean, you know, come Tuesday night? Do you want to guess or do I need to say it? Tim Stutzla plus 400 <sighs> to score a goal. And 20. 
plus 420. Plus 420. That's right. That's right. We, I'm sorry. We are, it's, it's Bob Marley's birthday. How dare <laughs> you disrespect? Yeah, no, it's, it's it's right there. Yeah, I'm jamming it. I don't care yeah, what no, anyone says. Hey, uh, can't can't fault that. That's a really good number. Um, frankly, again, I'm just surprised. It's it's sat there for so long. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know, uh, and I'm certainly all in on him. You know, my my Calder bet looking worse by the day as you know Kaprizov continues to smash. But man, yep. Stutzel is going to get the runner up, and I'm going to be so 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 upset about that. Dollar so. Dollar Bill Krill. <laughs> I want to buy the shirt, but I don't know like where they actually come from. I tried to look him up. Did you look at, do you know what shirt I'm talking about? Uh-uh. All right, I'll, I'll show you after. Okay. Uh, look it yeah. up. Dude, dollar, so dollar, see, dollar, my, dollar. my, uh, honestly, this underdog, better than I, uh, Ottawa plus 220, the value there is just really, really strong. Um, I would be surprised if a lot of the sort of analytics type models I look at have this anywhere close to that number as well. So I'm going to jump on it. Maybe it gets, you know, maybe it gets larger if, you know, Decord gets confirmed starting and Montreal creeps toward minus 300. But man, I, I, I don't know. I just don't see how many sharp people are putting all this money on Montreal at this point. So uh, yeah. give me plus 220 for Ottawa. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm picking any of these uh, team money lines. I'm taking Carolina minus 125. It's right. just, it's too close That's to good. that. I, I, yeah, that and then the line A shot uh, prop. That's the other one that I'm. Yeah, in on as well. So yeah, I could I'll, definitely I'll throw, see. Uh, I'll throw in a third because I didn't get a shot prop in there. Yeah, shot I, prop. Let's just throw brain point in there too. I, I feel really good about Tyler Johnson. You know, um, again, you you talk about the minutes. Yeah, that's not great, but also I just I don't think Dallas is gonna get absolutely shellacked yet again. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so there either. is something I there. I think they're a good team. I think we should really just assume that that game is a complete outlier and that point gets his normal you know, 18, 19 minutes. And I okay. think so, so this, this is a good transition then. We're going to get over to DraftKings. I mean, there's a number of people that will kind of follow the, they'll look at the game log and they're going to say, Braden Point, what did he get hurt? What the heck happened? He only had, you know, nine, <laughs> nine, 10 minutes. So yep. are you considering that at all? Like thinking like, you know what? Tampa one could go super under owned on an eight game slate. Um, you know, yeah, Stamkos, Palat. I mean, I, absolutely. You know, I, I don't. We talked about it much, but I think it's very, you know, honestly, good game theory right there. Yeah, you know, Braden Point is six point four. Andre Palat is five thousand. Like, I, you don't even. I, I don't really even want to play Tyler Johnson, but he is just super cheap as well, uh, thirty six hundred. So yeah, I think you know, if I'm playing ten lineups, I'm definitely going to fire off, um, you know, at least one of them with that Tampa one stack. Maybe throw on a Victor Hedman. Um, yeah. because yeah, I, I agree. I think it will be overlooked. Um, and I do think it's, you know, just a really good value spot, especially on, you know, plot point that mini stack. Yeah. All right. Well, we can get to our favorite stacks of the night. I know that's might not be one of your, you know, if you're making one or two lineups, uh, a guarantee. So is there one stack that right now, I know it's a little bit early that's standing a little bit above the rest. <sighs> yeah. You know, um, this is one of those slates where honestly the answer to that question is a resounding no. And I think that's what makes it so fun. Um, you know, there's no McKinnon, there's no Matthews, there's no McDavid that you basically have to build your lineup thinking, yeah, like I'm giving up a ton of equity to this specific player. Um, so with that in mind, you know, um, I'm willing to take stands on guys who I really believe in. And I think that this, uh, you know, this Ely Tolvanen guy, I, I, I want all of it. So yeah, the, Philip Forsberg and Roman Yossi are two of the best plays on the slate. And you just sort of offset their cost with the price of 
Tolvin being so so low. So uh, give me that like three man stack is one of my favorites of this uh, slate. Yeah, um, I mean this this one is, is seemingly really really easy for me. Um, you have a team playing against Detroit. You have a team that's giving more minutes to this line that's all correlates on the power play in Rostovich, Line A, and Atkinson. Um, they've been a little, I mean, this Columbus team has just been unlucky. I mean, they, well, unlucky and losing. Um, Patrick Line without a point in three games, uh, you know, it just doesn't seem like that's going to continue that trend. Um, Atkinson, one point in three games. You know, I think that they explode for three, um, you know, all three of them together. You know, if you're, you know, if you're getting crazy, if you're getting absolutely wild, if you're going for four, um, Orensky was back. I'm trying to look what they did for the power play. Seth Jones it, was at the power play. Jones. But yeah, again, I, Jones. I'm willing to play Orensky there because I think yeah. that they're, <laughs> you say they're unlucky. I say they're bad. Tomato, yeah, tomato. No, I, it doesn't really matter in terms of the rough. I kind of like said unlucky and I was like, Ooh, that was, that was a little bit like not what I meant yeah, exactly because you know, they, um, they are bad too. But like the I, first I, line I met was that unlucky. Yeah. So um, as far as like an under the radar stack, you know, um, I, I think you really have to consider both sides of this Buffalo Rangers game. I think people will play the, the Rangers side. I'm not so sure people come back yet again to Jack Eichel. And, you know, it's been tough. He's been bad. But you're looking again at a slate without a lot of these elite tier players. Eichel is one of those guys, you know, his entire career. So he's 7,200 on DraftKings. Uh, you would expect him to play at five on five with Olofsson and Reinhardt. And yeah, you know, they've been four or 5% on six game slates lately, and they've continued to get worse. They've gotten shut out twice in a row. I think you see them on an eight game slate again, three, 4% owned. Yeah. I'm getting over on that. You know, uh, it's going to happen sooner than later. Eichel's too good for it to not come to fruition. So yeah, I, I think that the Eichel stack is one that I'm really heavily targeting on Tuesday, you know, for better or for worse. Yeah, I hate the Sabres so much. I can't even talk about them. But um, I think kind of a, a very, 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 very cheap two-man stack that I'm I'm a little bit in on. Um, I didn't we, we talked a little bit on it, but it's Anthony Bavillier. Yep. And he did play. You know, it's five on five. You you could talk me into it. Um, he played with Nelson and Bailey. Nelson, I think, is fair enough. But Nelson and Bailey aren't in the same power play with him. Um, Noah Dobson is on the other hand. Uh, it's you know, wasn't that Pollock. Uh, not the last game. No. Really? No. Okay. He didn't play on either. Well, he no, he got power played. Um, no, I think he mixed in. So they had Dobson and then Pollock came in, I think, for so I don't know. I guess it could be either of them. I'd have to yeah, look, I'd have okay. to look at the entire game because they both played some power play run. But I, yeah. I mean, Noah Dobson okay. is not a minutes guy. I I honestly, you know, really, if you want, I think you just play Pollock and people might not see like they might just see like he didn't play, didn't start that game on the power play. Um he sees huge minutes. He has been pretty like he hasn't had a goal yet. First off, and his shots unreal. Second off, he's you know had twenty five minute games like over and over again and yeah. hit the shot bonus a couple of times. Yeah, so, anyway. so yeah, so just you pull up, pull up and um, um, Pavillier. Yeah, so you know we've definitely covered a lot of DFS relevant topics here. If you want to hear us cover the slate more in depth, head on over to the Morning Skate podcast where we spent you know forty five minutes talking through the slate in depth. Um, so yeah, I think that'll just about do it. Anything else you want to say before we go, DJ? Yeah, I, I did have one question for you, Matt, before we go. Um, I just want to know, are you wearing a polo with all three buttons buttoned up? No. 
Oh, one is not buttoned. Okay. It's not sorry. even a I polo. Just, it's like a... What is that? I, I just like, all of a sudden I looked and I was like, I was so confused about the shirt you were wearing. And if people aren't watching the YouTube, they need to get on right now. To just, I need to know more. A shirt? What? Is this a shirt? It's I mean, a, I'm wearing I think it, I think jersey, it's. I think it's so called a Henley, talk. you know, like it might be okay. Henley or yeah, something. Yeah, sure, with Chester. Okay. No, yeah, I, don't, I just want to make sure because no, people that aren't watching the YouTube need to get on. And I, I was just very confused because like... I thought at first we were going to get a shirt and then I saw the buttons and I was very confused and I'm wearing it. Like I said, David Clarkson Jersey. I am in a glass house throwing stones, but. Speaking of glass and David Clarkson. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. No, thank you for that question. Uh, If you have any listener questions, you know, preferably not about my choice of clothing, uh, you know, be feel free to, at us on Twitter. I am at fake moods. DJ is at DJ underscore Mitchell 94 right there. Um, and also leave a comment on the YouTube. Um, you know, I am trying to go in there more. Uh, it, it's definitely a venture that I think we need to just sort of commit ourselves to because, you know, you get busy throughout a day and you think, Oh man, like I gotta, gotta, you know, check in there. But the easiest way to get in contact with us is through Twitter. Um, but again, we love the engagement wherever it comes from and, you know, hope to, be in touch with, you know, a lot of the listeners. So uh, one more thing, big thanks to our sponsor, PrizePix. Be sure to head on over there, uh, use code MMN when you sign up and stay tuned to the Twitter feed of the Mayo Media Network to see some of our favorite uh, picks from the Tuesday slate of games. So, And you know, lastly, just also FTN Daily, FTN Bets. Don't forget about them. Don't forget about uh, Mini and the other guys doing the shows on the rest of the days of the week. Um, check them out as well. Yeah, always good stuff here on the Mayo Media Network, Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets feed. So rate, review, subscribe, do all that. I'm Matt, that's DJ. Thanks, Prize Picks. We are out. Mm-hmm.